Last time on Exiled, the team was sent to engage with a mandatory bar trivia night by their boss, Tan Sir, in a failed attempt at team building that ended with a team of their rivals winning the trivia trophy for the night. And then they got sent to a Racket Rock world. Let's find out what happens this week on Exiled. Does a team of jilted lovers really count as rivals? Yeah. And that Doombot's turned up. He's not really jealous. He got reactivated. He doesn't have real emotions. Yeah. I think I pretty clearly explained that. James, I play A. Wendigo. The indefinite article is important because should my character ever die, I will just either quit the show or come back as a different Wendigo. This one is Francois Frank Lartigue. He is a Métis fur trapper who was forced to uh, commit cannibalism in the Canadian wilds and was cursed to be a large, fairly violent white hairy cannibal. Uh, yeah. Kaylee. And you can find me at www.pinterest.ca slash jamesleesk. I'm Kaylee. I'm playing the uh, teenage time-traveling Jean Grey from the X-Men. I'm Devin, and I play Ken Hale, the Gorilla Man. I was a former member of the Agents of Atlas and S.H.I.E.L.D. I was haunted in my dreams by a gorilla. I found that gorilla and killed him, and I'm now stuck as becoming a gorilla for the rest of my life. Hi, I'm Jen. I play Amora the Enchantress. She's an Asgardian goddess and sorceress, uh, and... Everything is terrible. And I'm Luke, your Game Master. There was a time in the Nine Realms when things were destined and were told in stories as fact. The gods would start and end cycles of rebirth that affected all of the worlds that were touched. Mistletoe, Nine Steps, Destruction, and a New Start. What was recorded was well and good passed down generation after generation, with changes happening and bits being lost forever, but the core story remained the same over the years. Then, the listeners wanted more stories, new stories that they could relate to, stories that made sense with what they had learned and had heard elsewhere. New details were added, and ultimately, the end couldn't work anymore. The Tree of Nine Worlds, no, make that ten met with so many others, and soon a briar patch of prickly stories was formed. You could shave the edges safely, and shape the growth. You could risk your hand and change the core, but the stories were no longer alone. And so, when the day of Ragnarok came, it was not from the tricksters escaping, where the trickster was needed in so many places at this time. And it was not because of the death of Boulder, or his own bravery had caused his death years before. No, here was the unnatural death of Midgard, meeting itself as part of machinations by beings which were so beyond the Asgardian gods' comprehension. And as Earth was set to collide into another Earth, it was actually the ancient enemy of the gods who crushed Midgard, the serpent Jormagand unbalancing what had become ten realms, but saving the rest of the universe. 
And so this Ragnarok was not a typical cycle of destruction, but was in fact the end of all cycles, where the realms entered into battle, as the foes who should have died sought to grasp the biggest parts of the world that was slowly sinking into decay. And so we open in what remains of Asgard, far from the Golden City, as much as one could consider it far, for the nature of the world had become a soft place where one walking around might have found themselves in another realm altogether if they were careless or simply unlucky. Above the sea of space stood an outcropping, the Garden of Eden, goddess of youth, and caretaker of the orchard that grew the golden apples. And while death through battle still was possible and highly likely, the desire to avoid the straw death became an important goal. And so, with the remainder of the League of Realms, the orchard now stood protected so that none might illegally pass its fabled walls. None but those who had been exiled. So, Tansir has uh, suddenly remembered something, and he pulls out four stones from his pocket. It's like, okay guys, uh, before we go on this uh, quick mission that should be pretty simple, I want each of you to have one of these stones, just in case anything bad happens. And, uh... <laughs> We have, we can't stay here. We have to get out of here. We need to go oh, back. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Enchantress, it's perfectly safe here. We're just going to harvest the apples. You'll get the apple that you need, and then we're out of here. Uh, Amora, are you okay? This is a. This isn't. This is. This is Ragnarok. We have to go. Uh, yeah, I'm aware that it is Ragnarok, Amora. I I thought you were aware of this, but it's not your Ragnarok. You're not going to die here. No, I'm going to die and then I won't come back. Uh, well, here, just take the stone. And he sticks a stone for you to grab. She grabs it. And he uh, passes ones out to uh, Wendigo... Gene and Gorilla Man as well. Uh, it's a bit of a backup, so in case something does go bad, uh, we can get back safely. What could go bad in Ragnarok? Well, lots of things, but uh, basically get as many apples as you can. We're going orchard picking. You know, that's a fun boss and employee outing, right? Uh, Enchantress is just looking at him like he's gone actually insane. Tancer has this big smile. He's got, like, both thumbs up. He looks excited. Smokey the Bear is not in this forest, is he? No. That's good, because he did a bad job. I, 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 turn, to, I turn to Enchantress, and I, I whisper, quote-unquote quote, quote whisper, uh, we could probably, you know, Lose him here. Lose who? Lose me? That's rude, Wendigo. No, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Tanser starts picking out uh, orchard baskets from a little pocket dimension that he has. Yeah, so, like, fill up a basket and then we can get out of here. What are we going to use the apples for, Tanser? 
Uh, well, these are the golden apples of the gods, so they grant immortality. It's part of the long-term planning that I've got well, going on here. Well, three of us here. already have immortality. I grab I'm pretty a sure the other one's gonna get it eventually. Yeah. I grab a basket and start picking <laughs> as fast as I can. Yeah, but it's also long life and youth. I ha Yes, both Wendigo, Amora, and I already have that. Gene will get that eventually. This is literally a waste of our time. I grab a basket and run after the Enchantress. I, I, I'm eating one while I pick. <laughs> uh, as soon as you take a bite, roll me an endurance check, Enchantress. That's in the yellow. Uh, yeah, so you start coughing heavily. It is painful. You're not taking any damage from it, but you are bent over coughing for a few seconds, and when you look out, you see Mjolnir on the ground. Like, where I coughed? Yeah, like you have coughed up a Mjolnir. Gross. Well, that'll happen. I nudge it with my foot. <laughs> I would wash that It first. moves. <sighs> I... I pick it up? Yeah, you pick it up just fine. What the heck? This is wrong. This is not... This is... <sighs> Can I pick up Mjolnir? Uh, yeah. You... Are you, uh, like, asking to pick it up, or are you just trying to take it out of Enchantress's hand? No, I'm asking. I'm very considerate. And also, like, I think Enchantress is, like, the one, uh, party member that, like, uh, Wendigo has an established, like, rapport with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I set it back down for him. I know, I know the dangers of handing off Mjolnir. <laughs> Yeah, when a uh, Wendigo tries to pick it up, he is unable to. This is horseshit. This is racist. Uh, I now look like the, uh, like <laughs> it's like I'm looking at some sort of horrifying like bug or serpent or something. Looking at this hammer. What are uh, Gorilla Man and Jean up to? I'm just, like, staring in bewilderment that she, like, coughed up a hammer. Are immortality apples supposed to do that? I, I shake my head. Uh, I want to eat an apple, too, because I want to see if I cough up something cool. Uh, I'll eat an apple. <laughs> okay, Gorilla Man, roll me a check. Uh, roll me an endurance check. Yellow. Yeah, you, you feel a lot younger but you also notice the uh hair on your arms is starting to recede have you eaten the entire apple well i'm assuming i just took a bite out of it yeah you uh your hands for lack of a better term look a bit more human oh i put down my apple as soon as you see yeah before before i eat it but uh after i see what's happened so is this like pre-puberty Luke since I have hair, or I don't have hair where I previously had hair before? 
Uh, no, it's uh, not exactly. Healing. Um, can I do? What can I use to do like a um detect illusion kind of check on this hammer? Ah, uh, roll me a reason check. Ooh, that's not great. Uh, what's my reason? Oh, good. That's great. Yeah, as far as you're able to tell that is a actual hammer, It you assume that it means that you're worthy enough to be able to pick it up. But as to what that means, it's very hard to say. Dancer, uh... <laughs> meanwhile, is calling over. Hey, guys, you going to help pick up these bushels of apples? One second, weird shit's going on. I, okay. Sounds good. <sighs> trying not to metagame here. <laughs> like, Enchantress is basically just like, like, you can visibly see her attempting to turn the wheels in her brain. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, this just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Yeah, this has presumably not happened when you've eaten the apples. No, no. Um, and did I feel any like effect on my self other than it being really bad? Like, I there was no like positive effect, right? Uh, no. You still feel sort of the older that you've been feeling recently. Okay. Um, I I. Leaving the hammer, leaving the apples, I just uh, stomp back over to Tanser. This isn't. This isn't right. Something's off. The uh, these are. You took us to the wrong place. I don't know what. No, I I followed the place that was like linked to that talisman you had. Um, what do it? What what does this place look like other than um the trees and like the? Is it just it's the grove and then just fire on the edges of it, or is there like a surrounding? So Asgard is sort of like picture a flat plain, and you have like a few parts that link to the other parts of the realms of uh like the world. On uh, Yggdrasil, the uh, world tree. But, like, this is sort of, like, hanging off the edge. If you headed towards, like, the entrance, you could get onto the main ground where there's, like, massive holes that have opened up. There are flames shooting everywhere. There's armies of something that's too far away to see charging at other groups. It looks... So it looks like awful awful garbage outside of (laughs) this growth. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, okay, I stomp back over and I, I, I whisper to Jean that the Talus isn't telling you anything, right? Talus? What's the deal here? Uh, it is not responding Shit. to you. This is... I 
Gina's just glad she didn't eat an apple and devolve into a preteen. I don't trust him. Cancer is just over at one of the trees picking apples. He's got like hover boots on right now, so he's like floating up and just putting them into the basket. Really unaware of what you guys are doing for the most part. It, Enchantress is looking increasingly like a like a startled cat. <laughs> startled <What>? cat. <laughs> She's just Okay. Um yeah. I, I look over. I, uh, I look over and ask, like, uh, wh- "What do you want to do, Amora?" Make him get us out of here. Like, look, we got a couple ways to play this. We can pick the apples, hurt and hurry. We can threaten him. We can try and make him. Obviously, you know which one I prefer. <laughs> I love apples, uh, but I—I I mean, I don't know anything about this. This kind of seems like your shit, and you're not—you're—you're you're very visibly not cool. So I'll follow you. I'll follow your lead. I'll do what you want here. How many do we need? Uh, there's maybe two dozen to a basket. And there's a uh, basket for each of you to fill. Oh, okay. Let's just let's just fill these. Maybe he'll. Maybe we'll. <laughs> she just goes back to like throwing okay. apples into the baskets. Okay, I shake a tree. Uh, yeah, a bunch of apples, like fall off of the tree, and roll me a strength check on that. I mean, listen, the strength check wasn't great. It was, however, uh, in the middle of the green. Yeah, so you get all the apples that you need, but you accidentally pull the tree out of the ground. But I did that with a green? Jesus, what if I fucking rolled in the red? Oh, you would have just gotten the apples off fine. It's a measure of can you do your goal and how well do you do your goal? I jammed the tree back on the ground. Uh, when you do this, a light shines down on where you are. I jump three. back like five you feet. Loud horn sound. Oh, oh, geez, oh, geez! I start running to put apples in the basket. Uh, Gorilla Man and Jean, what have you been up to? Have you been yes. uh, apple picking? Reluctantly, I'm kind of squinting at them suspiciously. Are you just, like, psychically picking him off the tree? Sure, that's easy to do. And how about you, Gorilla Man? What's your uh, apple strat? Just grabbing them and throwing them in the basket. Like, yeah. picking him off the tree? Or, of like, are you climbing up? Gorilla. There? Paint a picture the of gorilla, your gorilla I'm using skills. my gorilla agility to climb up to get to the apples that maybe not everyone can reach. Okay, that's all. You've got one goodness. in your uh and, you're uh, picking them with your feet as well as your hands. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and uh as the horn goes off, three things happen. First, Enchantress, you hear a voice in your head and you don't recognize it. 
but it sounds wise and it sounds trustable and it tells you to finish an apple. Second, a doorway rips through reality and a group of figures pour through the wall. I'll send you a image of them momentarily. There are five figures that come through. And third, a large 20-foot tall giant has started walking towards your location over the walls into the garden. And we'll be back after a moment. Man, I really fucking pooched that one. Mm-hmm. So I am going to be sending you all a uh, drive link to a very nice illustration that Jin made of some monsters. Oh, I'm so stressed out. I love this. Ooh, is that the praying mantis monster from Attack of the Clones? <laughs> oh, wow. This is concerning. They're all fine. The one on the there's a little dog with a cone. He looks he looks friendly. Okay, uh, so let's do the quick rundown of where you can find people. Hi, uh, people can find me on Twitter at at least l e a s k. You can find me on Twitter at ronchontronch, and you can find my writing on the Eisner nominated website womenwriteaboutcomics.com. You can find me online at Fred Fett, and you can find me at home at 2529 Maple Lane. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a thing you should do, and I say as someone who has in fact doxxed themselves on in a, in a podcast episode previously. I named the episode after the building I lived in. I'm saying, I'm saying don't do this. You can find me on Twitter at StreetOverGen, and you can find my art at StreetOverGen.com. And I'm Luke, your Game Master. You can find me online at, at Coltrek, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G, or at LukeHair, L-U-K-E-H-E-R-R.com. And uh, we are going to be switching the way that we do questions over the next few weeks, so we're going to be switching less from random Twitter questions to more of a ask advice or ask more long-formed questions in sort of a character form i'll put a, a bigger post onto the exile Whoa. tumblr <laughs> or Wait, we have a tumblr website no we do not <laughs> you got a roller coaster there i sometimes post the uh, multiversal q facebook with the show but not this time but uh, yeah, we're going to be looking for some longer questions. That way it's more of the characters responding in character as opposed to just being like, oh, uh, I think Gorilla Man is a big fan of MASH, but he doesn't like... Uh, he did like the Radar the spinoff, though. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Our question this week comes in from Buis Ryle, who is at Lesk on the Twitter, uh, who says, You're not the boss of me. For the characters, who is your boss? 
I don't remember asking that, but I feel like I should have. <laughs> I'm my own boss. It was two days ago. I like to think. I mean, Tan serves our boss. <laughs> no, that's Gorilla Man's answer. <laughs> I'm a company yes man. Uh, what about Jean? Hmm. I guess there's like Professor X, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Wendigo. There are no bosses at the Wendigo Orange Julius Workers Collective. We make decisions together, we share in the profits, and we go on fun team-building exercises together. Look for that show coming, or look for that shirt coming soon to a red bubble or whatever is cheap to print shirts on. Yeah. You all saw that design <laughs> was... I made, right? Yeah. It also sounds like it'd be like a great HGTV show. Yes. I hear the um, game, I hear Chip and Joanna Gaines aren't busy. The what? Chip and Joanna Gaines, the hosts of Fixer Upper on HGTV. They recently announced their show was going to end. Oh, okay. I thought you said something completely different. No, no we're we're, uh, we're a big fixer-upper household in the least canoe hook household. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Well, uh, if you want it's to, it's a very charming in- show. I would say Chip is in it. Chip, in fact, is an influence on the portrayal of Dad Wendigo. Wendy Dad? Yeah, and that he is very dumb sometimes, or does dumb things, and competes in frivolous feats of strength. <laughs> okay. I love this strange continuity that we continue to add to these characters. Uh. Yeah, so if you want to send any questions while you can, you can send those into Exiled Podcast on the Twitter. Also, please like, rate, and review us on iTunes and your other podcast stations. If you leave a review, please let us know when you might get added into the game somehow. Like Dr. Jenkins. You too can Dr. get... Young. Uh, and then... <laughs> Treated horribly by character. Attacked. Given a JFK act. Um, and if you really enjoy the show for as little as a dollar a month, you can donate to the Patreon and get special bonuses like seeing the very cool art that Jin did of the team that we'll be introducing momentarily and, uh, all sorts of other stuff, including early episodes. If you donate at higher levels, I'll draw you sketches and send them to you and you get other bonuses. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week with more adventures, but let's get back to what we're doing for now. At what level will Jen draw something? A hundred dollars. Listen, that's a good price. Your art's very good. I think people should spend a hundred dollars a month uh, to get that, to get some art from you. Agreed. Yes. So, we cut back and there are five shapes that have, or there are five figures that have formed in front of you. The uh, first is this big, beefy 
a creature that looks like a mix between a taper and a blobfish with glossy opalescent skin and it, he is a er, and uh, she is very big about Wendigo's height or so so the big strong one there is a giant mantis that looks to be made out of a vinyl like creature with a smile that you find very disconcerting in strange repetitive motions that it is making. There is a hypermuscular sculpted figure whose head is made out of uh, crystallizing right angles that seem to be shifting as you look at it with a sort of non-Euclidean geometry and otherwise it is a slate color. There's a rather plain looking woman, it's hard to say a lot of uh, remarkable features, but the most remarkable feature beyond one thing I'll get to in a moment is what looks to be a infinity scarf with hundreds of eyes looking all over and what seems to be a hand made out of the same material that is clawing off trying to detach from the woman. The notable thing about this woman is that there is something that seems to be growing on her. It looks to be uh, a black transforming material. We'll get a recognition check for that in a second. And the last is what you might as well just describe as a sock puppet with these tall eye stalks that looks also like it's got frog-like limbs. Would you guys say that reasonably describes everything? Did you, um, on a chords description, did you change what you were doing halfway through? Uh, there are two things oh, okay. on the uh, thing that is the uh, host. What about that yeah. dog, Luke? Uh, the dog is just there for an example. Uh, Jen was very awesome and designed some creatures that make up this team that is called Data Jar. Uh, the members are Bumble, who's the big taper-looking one, Aftertaste, who is the mantis-looking one, Blockhead, who is the one with the crystalline transforming head, Accord, which is the name of the scarf, but not the person who is wearing it, and Frequency, which is the froggy sock puppet. But the dog's no not dog. real. The dog is just there for oh, okay. a seller. No. Yeah. But, uh, Gorilla Man and Wendigo, roll me a quick recognition oh, check. Oh, jeez. What episode one shit are you pulling, Luke? And you will get a plus 50 to whatever you roll. Oh, well then 113. 128. Uh, yeah. The uh, woman that is wearing a cord, the scarf-type creature seems to be infected with the techno-organic virus. And Accord is trying to quickly detach from it. And you notice that the rest of these sudden invaders seem to be very, very... Uh, horrified by what they are seeing on uh, this human as they are backing away. And uh, meanwhile, the giant is also showing up, and Enchantress, you have that voice in your head. So uh, let's quickly have Jean roll me a 
uh, agility check. We are going to be going into more of a combat-based setup for right now, so... Yeah, um, I, I just want to cut in and say that when all these things happen, uh, I scream and run into the center. Uh, I run towards the center of the grove. Deep. Try to... Away from the things. Okay. Okay, so my agility's in the yellow. Okay, so... The uh, exiled team is up first. So, Enchantress, you're running into the grove, and the voice is continuing to... Okay, well, I... I get... I want to get to a point where I'm, like, kind of far in and can't see anyone. <laughs> and maybe uh, where where the trees are thicker. Okay, so there... It's not really a thick grove. It's more of... Like, the trees have... A yeah, farm. There's, like, maybe ten feet or so between each of the trees. They're spaced out that way. Theoretically, if they ever got much larger than they are, they could continue to grow out without moving into each other. Okay. Well, I so I run a fair distance away from all of the people and the things and Tanser... <laughs> And hide behind a tree. <laughs> and I will then attempt to eat an apple. Okay. Crouching down. <laughs> Fully paint this portrait uh, of will, terror. Uh, resolve that in a sec. Though, could you quickly give me a psyche roll to see how you are handling things? Sure. <laughs> if this roll goes well, there might be something wrong. <laughs> That's a 17, so I think that's apt. <laughs> um, let's see. What's my psyche? Uh, yeah. yeah, that's a fail. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. You run over Oof. there. You are just shaking too hard right now to be able to eat that apple, though. And mm -hmm. Sounds yeah. right. Apples are uh, hard. Uh, what about the rest of you guys? Wendigo, Gorilla Man, Gene? How do these apples work? Can we like try to de-age these people to death, like uh, Charlie Bucket's parents uh, or grandparents in the Willy Wonka books? No, uh, these grant you immortal youth, okay. but like it gets you to what's sort of the prime of your life or what you'd consider to be your prime. So no de-aging into babies. It doesn't Benjamin button you <laughs> unless you had like a weird baby fetish. What if you were just really? What if you just had a really chill child? <laughs> you, like, peaked at three. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. They're millennials. <laughs> you, what, maybe you were a baby model. That's maybe you were, a, like, a, a good life Gerber for a baby. baby. Parents, <laughs> long days, parents stealing all your wealth. You're going to you're gonna have to get emancipated from them at age four. You don't know what wealth is. Listen, it happens to vampires, so. But yeah, uh. So, other guys, what you up to? Uh, can Jean read their minds? See what the hell their deal is? Uh, you can target one of them right now. Ooh. 
Unless you wanted to do a power stunt. A what? Uh, unless you wanted to do a power stunt. Mm. You spend 20 karma. I'll just read, um... Read the dog's mind. <laughs> yeah, save that karma. We're gonna need There's it. no dogs on the moon, James. <laughs> so we're on the moon? I'm making a reference to the Adventure Zone. How about crazy naked lady with the geode head? Uh, blockhead. Uh, yeah, roll me a uh, telepathy check. Ooh, 84. Uh, yeah, so you're able to pretty easily... Actually, no. I forgot how much psych... Oof! Uh, you try and get in and... As you're sort of psychically reaching out, you see a doorway, but as you, like, enter in to try and read the mind, you get lost in this changing labyrinth of the uh, psychic plane. You are unable to get anything because of the psychic defenses. Am I trapped in their you mind? You see, not quite, but you are you quickly realize you aren't going to be able to get anything out of them. Boo. Okay, and I tell everyone I can't penetrate their minds. We'll say it in a teen voice. Let's, let's do some more charactering. <laughs> My teen girl voice! <laughs> I can't get through. There's, they're blocking my power somehow. Wendigo or Gorilla Man? What killed um, Warlock again? Cancer. What the fuck? Lack of healing. Oh, is that how that went down? Yeah, he was like, oh, you have the energy Wait, that I need. Zap you. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. And nobody else, like... Back when Tancer was just the head behind the curtain. Yeah. No wonder I always think he's not a dude. <laughs> I always think the Tanser is some sort of weird alien. No, he's just like a plain-looking human dude. It's because he was the great and mighty Oz when we started off. That's right. Do we know what... Is there any weakness to this virus? To the techno-organic yeah. virus? Getting uh, the fuck away from it. Infinite psychic powers that you have to use to keep it under control? I don't get that. Fucking Nathan Summers. For real. There's only one good version of him, by the way. Strife? Yeah. But there's like six different versions of Strife on this exiled organization alone. They're probably all the best version, collectively. Does have that sweet helmet. And a cape. And like pauldrons. Cable doesn't have any of that shit. Uh, I want to shoot my the praying mantis Luke with my enforcer handgun. Okay. With the pyro capsules. Sure. Roll me the uh, agility to shoot. And are you? Yeah, you're only using one right now. Well, I think. Okay. Uh, Seventy-six. Agility is badass. Yep, I crushed that. We are deep in the yellow. 
I am seeing where it rolled for its response. So you fire this bullet at it, and as the bullet edges near, you see it start to move in reverse, rewinding its arms, for lack of a better term, and the capsule that you fire comes back and explodes on you instead. Oh, that's cool. And so you are going to be taking damage from that. Did we heal from last game, Luke? Yeah. Okay. You shouldn't have had any, like, damage going into this. I did. Oh, no, no, that was because you gained health. So what's my number then, Luke? Is it 160 or 185? It should be 225. Dang, even better. Yeah. So you are taking a base of 30 damage, uh, except that you improved your armor, so you're only taking 5 damage Can from that, that because you literally... armor from the ice projector. Does that help? Ooh, well you are taking fire damage here. I guess that doesn't help though. Yeah. So five? Yep. Cool. And uh Wendigo. Hmm. I don't know I don't know anything about these people and they haven't done anything. Huh. I think Wendigo would like to try and smush the sock puppet with his Captain America shield. Okay, make a uh, fighting. Are you trying to throw it at it or the sock puppet on fire? No, just trying to like, like, sw like raise the shield over his head and smash it. Okay, yeah, give me a uh, fighting check. That's in the yellow. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you like go over to try and smush it. And I don't like do... the way you fucking said that, Luke. I'm, I'm introducing <laughs> a new team. They have to be able to show off their powers. No, they don't. They can just <laughs> die. Uh, so, yeah, you, like, smush down on it. But, like, when you pull it back up, it just resumes its springy form. Like, remember the warriors, Luke? Remember the orphans? They didn't show off their fucking powers. Yeah, but this time I didn't make an entire city of people for you guys to Ooh. fight. And it is the, uh, giant's turn. And, uh, she's gotten closer, and so this, uh, giant, green-skinned, red-haired giant uh if enchantress is not going through uh rough times right now would recognize her as a mountain giant she picks up a bow and arrow and is going to shoot uh going down right next to gorilla man and so that is a base of 30 damage your armor is going to absorb this but that uh bolt is about the same weight and size as Gene is and that's like hitting with the force of a cannonball and up next it is Data Jar's turn 
and uh, Bumble's really not happy about uh, you guys suddenly attacking, so it is going to run up to you, Wendigo, and I'll let you roll an opposed psyche check here. Sure, that's a thing that I can do. One sec, I'm just looking at my psyche score. That's in the yellow. Okay. I rolled an 86. So, you aren't fully affected by this. But all of your memories from the past 10 minutes go away. And for those who are looking at Bumble as she does this, her form becomes a little bit more solid. And her color becomes a bit less... uh, and her body becomes a bit less opalescent. Up next is Aftermath, who's going to make an attack on Gorilla Man. And that is going to be in the yellow. Uh, Gorilla Man. Yeah. You find yourself re-reacting to the bullet shooting you as the uh, fiery shot that had come out before re-congeals and then it speeds up and blows up on you again so you take another 5 damage from that dick move other team Mm-hmm. I mean I, I do want to say remind you you literally started it it was not me you fucking shot a gun at them I recall Gene tried attacking first no, Gene tried to read minds. Uh, yeah. That was an offensive move. This is some classic superhero nonsense. <laughs> you know, you know how every comic starts with everyone fighting each other before they like bother to have a conversation and find out they're on the same team. Yeah, you're here. I love it. Uh, so Blockhead is going to put their head down on the ground and run towards the uh, woman that has a cord, the uh, infinity scarf, uh, possessing them. And as Blockhead puts their head on the ground, you see this sort of path unfolding and like this weird construction of this strange, like blocky, crystalline like structure reaching out onto the ground. And a cord drops down into it, releasing the uh, subject who... Their features shift slightly, but they are also quickly being overtaken by the techno-organic virus. And uh, everybody, roll me a quick uh, reason check. I rolled in the white. Same. Gorilla Man? No, not me. Green. Uh, Yeah. Uh, just because you're being, like, forced to relive your uh, moment and you had looked to see, like, who had shot that arrow at you, you're looking at the giant when you see one of these, like, crystalline shapes open up above the giant and a cord drops down onto them. Oh, fuck. Wait, so is it bad that I did good? (laughs) Uh, no, you're the only person who saw that, uh, a cord has dropped onto the giant. Oh, okay. Guys, that lady's on the giant. And 
the last thing that is going to happen is Gene. You hear a uh, voice come into your mind. It says, Why are you attacking us? (laughs) 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 Wait, wait, which one is Uh, that? Is that the froggy? Yes! Yes! I was going to go for a bullfrog Come voice. Come with us! Why are you attacking us? You're kind of terrifying. What do you want? Have you seen yourself? What do you want? We came here to try and cure our friend who's infected. And to escape. Things went horribly! And... You have images flashing into your mind of, like, a world filled with people that are infected with this techno-organic virus that you haven't encountered in your own travels. But you see people being converted by this virus, and you see destruction. And, I mean, Gene has seen enough images of awful, uh, like, realities and such to realize that, like, it's even worse than this one where Midgard has literally been destroyed. And roll me a psyche check to see how you can stand up against all of these visions. It's not meant to be offensive, but, like, it's just strong. It's 46. I'm still in the green. Yeah, you you get a bit of a headache and you're going to be at a minus one column shift for whatever you roll on your next check. Red. Uh, it was only Jane who needed Oh. I want to save that roll. I'll allow it. (laughs) And uh, Tansur, it is uh, his turn now. He is going to start running over to try and check on Enchantress. And uh, Exiles, it's your turn again. Do does Jean, does Jean need to explain what's happened, like what she was told? Uh, I think we sort of established that Jean typically has a network open to all of you guys psychically. Sometimes you make a roll for it, though, and you didn't this time, so I wasn't sure. It depends on the mood. Okay, so I psychically share this vision with everyone. Oh, jeez. Jesus, Ken, you really fucked up here. What do you mean? I, I, I mean, you fired a gun. Tansir said this was a combat situation. I reacted as such. <laughs> Tansir is like, the giant is the one attacking us. Uh, so do any of you want to do anything on your turn? Mr. Tan, Sarah, you full of shit, sir. I would like to. I would like. Sorry, go. I don't think anyone is going to go. No, I. Uh, Devin asked a question of Tansir. Oh. oh, he's not responding right now. He's like he had his panel response, and he's still running to try and check on Enchantress. Um, I'm trying to overcome a panic attack. <laughs> I apologize to the sock puppet. Uh, Romeo's psyche check. 
God, I'm gonna friggin' start oh, World War Four here. Oh, Never mind. In the red. Suck it, everyone. Apology accepted. Was I supposed to roll a psyche check, or was that for the sock uh, puppet? No, that was for you, Enchantress. Okay, I rolled in the green. Yeah, the uh, voice is sort of calming you down as it's telling you to eat the uh, apple. Okay, I'm going to try and get this fucker down. Yeah, you're able to uh, eat the apple and uh, roll me an endurance check really quick. This is going to go great. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, let's wait. Yeah, you are in awful pain. You are going to be taking 20 damage. That seems fair. And then when you look up, you see a figure standing in front of you. And it is a figure dressed in green and yellow, though you recognize the costume. The uh, face is not one you recognize instantly partially because of the pain partially because it looks younger and uh the figure looks down at you enchantress and uh says it looks like school is back in session and that is where we're going to end this week mm -hmm.